Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist podcast. Glad you're back with me. We're getting in the middle of June. I cannot believe it. I don't know about y'all, but I think as I get older, time passes faster. Uh, even though I try to be present as much as possible and I tell people about that, it's still really weird to all of a sudden look up and realize that it's in the middle of July. But anyway, I got some good stuff for you today. I hope y'all have, in middle of June, sorry, look at me hopping ahead to the month, next month, middle of June. So I got some good stuff for you over the next few weeks. And again, it's just been so wonderful to hear from everybody all around the globe. It's just been really, really cool. And uh, I'm just so grateful that people are reaching out, really sharing with me that the content is valuable. And, and that's really what I want. So I, you, like most people, I, I bet you fantasize about achieving things, right? I think we all do. Like, for example, uh, you know, you imagine what your life is going to be like once you have that house uh, or that dream relationship or the money in the bank. It's always like, I'll be happy if this happens. And then maybe once you get there, maybe life isn't always what you had imagined it would be. And I, I wanted to talk today a little bit about developing a different kind of perspective about choice, about decisions, about how to look at things. I always try to do that, develop a different perspective for you to stretch your mind, um, not always your intellectual mind, but your, but your heart mind, so that you can experience things in the way that you're, you're meant to uh, minus the pain and suffering. So today with the beauty of the standing long jump as my title, I, I was thinking about this and I thought, you know, that really struck me. Of course, you know, I get inspired, I'm guided and I, and I love that. And so I always take their lead, but I was thinking about what, what does that actually mean that came through to me, the beauty of the standing long jump. And we want everything to happen so fast we don't want to wait for anything because it seems too hard to have patience, doesn't it? I know for me, uh, I have a hard time having patience, even though, look, the, it's, it's the test. You know, things are going to happen when they're going to happen. But when I came up with this, this, the content for this episode, I was really going through a challenge with patience. And the reason why I was so challenged was because I was focused on the future and what I wanted to happen, that I was missing out on what was happening in my life in that exact moment. Uh, always a lesson for me and for everybody that is listening, always a lesson is whenever you're feeling anxious, whenever you're worried about something happening, it means you're not present. So I attempted to transport myself into the future, thinking that I had some sort of control over what would happen. We all know how much of a crock of shit that is. And in reality, I didn't then, 
uh, nor do I now have any type of control about what's going to happen in the future. And on a regular basis, I really am given the opportunity to remind my clients and myself to stay present. And clearly, as many times as I remind them, I'm given the beautiful opportunity to remain present and focus on the now as well. They bring that message to me over and over and over again. And uh, the beauty about what I'm allowed to do in my work is that I'm, uh, I'm reminded about what matters most. I'm reminded about what I've mastered so that I could teach others. And I'm reminded of all the things that I haven't quite mastered, things my clients don't even know they teach me. So doing what I do is like a win-win. Uh, for me, I get, to, I get to learn and I get to teach. So anyway, back to what we're talking about, I digress. Why the standing long jump title? If you don't know what I'm talking about when I say standing long jump, I want you to think about the athletes who are competing to see who can jump the farthest from basically a standing position. Um, even though they're taking a few steps, it's like, in essence, they're, they're catapulting themselves from a, a, um, a stationary position. And they're incredibly strong. They're incredibly focused and consistent, uh, practicing their craft so that they can reach the farthest distance once they jump. In a recent card reading for myself, yes, I really do pull cards for myself every day. Uh, I get insight into the day or into an issue or, or into whether it's a relationship or, or uh, a project. Uh, I, I really do believe in, in the divination tools of the cards. And one of the cards that I pulled reminded me yet again to take things one step at a time. And then the image of the standing long jump came into my third eye. That's where I see things, y'all. That's what makes me clairvoyant. I see things. So I bet you do this too, just like I do. You have an end goal, and then you just move forward with your focus on reaching that goal, right? And that's great because sometimes we really do need to stop farting around and take action. Just go do the things that we want to do. But taking massive action all the time without tempered awareness can cause us to miss out on the little details and the journey it takes to reach our end goal. And, you know, I'm sure you've heard it's not really, it's not really about the end goal or the outcome. It's the process that you go to get there because you can't really appreciate something happening so fast all the time without understanding the, the polarity of it, the opposite, which, which of course I'm talking about a lengthy time. Uh, for something to happen. So when competing in the standing long jump, jumpers take time to assess who's gone before them, who'll go after them. They focus on all of the practice they've ever done over time. And they assess what they need to do to reach the farthest distance from the third step that they take. I don't know about you, but taking three giant steps and then jumping as far as I can seems like really, really difficult. Plus, I don't think I'd really get very far, y'all. I got really short legs. So I'll probably be probably a little quick jump <laughs> and then everybody would fly past me. But the beauty of these athletes is that they take just a few minutes to center themselves, to practice strategic thinking, to be aware of themselves and their end goal, all of this. And you know what? I'll tell you this too. I learned this from studying Kobe Bryant. There's a psychology of winning. And really, and this is, you, you ask, you ask anybody who manifests well in their life, they, they know it already exists. They're living in such a way that what they want already exists and they feel it. 
It's not enough that you say a, a stupid mantra, and I don't call mantras stupid, so please understand that I have respect for mantras, but mantras alone don't do the job. You've got to feel it, believe it, know it, and know that you are inhabit that goal already before you even get there. Athletes who are at the top of their game have to have a mindset that they're going to win, that they're in competition with no one else but themselves. That's a Kobe. I'm crediting that to Kobe Bryant and that they're going to do whatever it takes to win. Again, Kobe Bryant's mindset. And he, he uses the, uh, the challenge of other people trying to win as, uh, as motivation, as fuel. So they use it, like I said, they use their adversary's energy as their power source, and they see, hear, feel, smell, and eat their win 24 hours a day. You cannot be as good as Kobe Bryant unless you eat, breathe, sleep, and live in your, uh, in your ability to master the art of whatever it is that you do. So they immerse themselves in their end goal, soaking up all aspects of it until they reach it. So that's the point of today. My point is, it's not enough that you're like, yep, I want to be a millionaire. And then you're like, okay, well, screw what I have to do to get there. I just want to be a millionaire. And it's not going to happen because, uh, you know, that's not how it happens. And B, well, it happens with lottery winners. But I even know how to explain that either because feels like it kind of just happens. Um, but there's got to be some alignment with that. There's got to be some reason for that. But, uh, but these amazing athletes and all successful people too, they have a strategy and they pay attention to all the details, big and small. They look at the, the microcosm, the macrocosm, and, and they are focused on achieving what they want uh, until they reach it. So I'm speaking on this topic for several reasons. One is kind of like, I need to hear it obviously again, seriously. Uh, and two, I want to encourage you to take the time in your life more often than you do typically and pay attention to what's happening now, right now in this moment, and just be with that. There'll always be work to, to be done at the office, grocery shopping to do, laundry to clean, and responsibilities to handle. Y'all, time passes so fast. And before you know it, you've been so focused on what you'll achieve in five years, that five years is gone. And you've missed some of the most important experiences of your life along the way. I say that with a pause because there are so many of you out there that forget that. You forget that. You're so caught up in whether it's the pain and suffering that you're in that that's all you pay attention to. And you forget to take time for maybe having a moment that's beautiful with your children or to reach out to somebody and see if they need something. Or uh, you're so worried about achieving, achieving, achieving. Trust me, by the time you reach the top of that mountain, it's going to be really lonely because you've not cultivated the kind of relationships and experiences that you've needed to experience a deep level of uh, fulfillment from reaching your goal. So, you know, these little experiences, noticing the song that comes on the radio, taking time to call a family member and say, I love you. Are you doing all right? Planning that vacation to the beach or taking time to nurture yourself or just to, to breathe or go out in nature. I know that sounds corny, but sometimes those can be the richest experiences. I'm not saying abandon your dreams or goals, not at all. What I am saying is to keep your dreams and goals 
in the forefront of your mind and practice standing, observing, and then jumping. Notice your surroundings, the sounds you hear, the sensations you feel, and the thoughts that you think. Anchor yourself in the present and appreciate that. Be grateful for what you have right now, because I'm telling you, hand to God right now, if all you do is stay in the past, and all you do is worry about the future, you are screwing yourself royally. And you will not have the joy that you want. You will not have the peace. You will not have the serenity. And you will not be fulfilled. Life is about in the now. Being of yourself. And being in the love that we are all made of. And then being of service. So... Think about how you can be a better, nicer, more loving person, especially to those who push your buttons, who touch your nerve with, you know, within you that calls you to work through your unsettled internal challenges. Because I'm telling you, the more you work through your stuff with people that poke at you, that bother you, the quicker you're going to reach your goals because you're clearing out the shit. You're clearing out the clutter. You, the easier it's going to be for you not to rush and push and force life You'll be able to stand. You'll be able to observe. Then you'll be able to make your move. Think about how you can make somebody else's life easier. How you can give more to those who have less. How you can help carry someone and walk beside them on their path so that they too can achieve great things. We are all here to serve each other. Period. I was at a talk one time and uh, a man asked uh, this rabbi, Rabbi Harold Kushner, who wrote the book, Why Bad Things Happen to Good People. And he was bringing up the Holocaust. And he says, you know, where was God? Where was God that all this happened? It's slavery. Where was God? You know, whatever famine uh, and uh, exploitation in any part of the world, any part of the country, to any culture. And Rabbi Kushner answered, he said, God's there. God's just in the people. God gives his people. And that is how we buoy ourselves. That's how we meet our goals is we make connections. And people help us. Can't always do it alone. So I want you to think about how you can make now the best you've ever had. Who do you need to be to shift your focus from always focusing on the future or always being stuck in the past or always, you know, whining, why isn't this happening to me? I always tell people questions are so powerful. I was in a session one time with a lovely lady, and she began the, question, the session with, why is this my life? And I said, that's a great question, but we're going to come back to it. We had an amazing session. And then I, I, at the end, I said, now ask your, yourself that question. And before I tell you how she asked it, or how I helped her ask it, we ended up realizing that the way she asked the question was where she felt uh, disempowered and she felt weak and helpless. Why is this my life? What the fuck did I do to deserve this? It was really what she meant. She agreed when I said, is that what you mean? She says, yeah. So we talked and we talked about how she could use whatever pain in her life that she had to serve to help other people 
who are just starting the process that she had been through. So I said to her, I said, okay, now ask that question. Instead of why is this my life? Like it's a fucking burden. And yeah, life is burdensome, but we have to go through those burdens to clear out, clear them out. I said, now ask it a different way. How about asking, why is this my life? Let me understand. So same question, same words, different emphasis. So I ask you to really think about how it is that you make your decisions. How do you look at life? What are you so freaking focused on? Is it making you happy? Have goals, have dreams, but pay attention along the way. Because I promise you, if you wear blinders throughout your life, and either you're so money hungry or status hungry or relationship hungry, you will never be satisfied and you'll always be a beggar. I don't want you to be a beggar. Now is the only moment that matters. I hope this has been a meaningful listen for you today. You know, I always ask that you feel free to download that free uh, and complimentary uh, report on my website at www.janisrcohen.com. Uh, the three forces that shape your life. Uh, I'm so grateful for all of the uh, comments and ratings on iTunes. If you haven't done that yet, go ahead and hop over there and uh, write a rating and review. Know that I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and always live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes. 